Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. To start off the program this morning, I would like to do my impersonation of President Joe Biden at an important climate meeting. <laughs> Oh, he did not snore. <laughs> I, I thought, you know. Well, the, I mean, people are going to die, Mark. The world's coming to an end. The guy can't stay awake for one of your meetings. I, I thought that was funny. <laughs> you know, if you look at him, if you, I, have you seen the video? It's perfect. I've seen because, the video. Right. You know, he's like, well, it could be deep in thought. Well, maybe he's just pondering something. No, then he does sleeping. a head bob. Right. And then, oh, <laughs> you know how your head drops and all yeah, right. you suddenly startle yourself Nothing awake. like you're racing all down. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, and then, of course, know, MSNBC couldn't wait to justify. Well, he's had a rough schedule. He is 79 years old, and he's. I'm 78. I don't fall asleep in meetings. Well, you don't leave North Shemokin Dam, so there <laughs> may have something. You don't. You don't have jet lag when you walk down to Borough Hall. Well, no, but I have over. Hey, you can some walk kind of lag. Oh, you can walk to Borough Hall now, but you'll lose the that ability. Way. No, no. Actually, it'll be enhanced. Oh, well, the bypass okay. is built. Yes. Oh, wow. Super. Okay. Good for you. Okay. Well, to be continued. Yeah, welcome aboard, folks. You had Joe Biden fell asleep. There was, let's see, CBS included it in and there. What did, President what did President Trump call him? Let me see. Uh, oh, sleepy, sleepy Joe sleepy Biden. Joe. <laughs> That's even in the uh, CBS version. This is from CBS Dateline, New York. Uh, it says, President Biden fell asleep at the World climate conference in Scotland. He uh, lived up to the nickname Sleepy Joe after closing his eyes for what CBS timed to be 22 seconds and then did a head bob after this. Uh, his head jerked uh, before it became too obvious an aide came by and started talking to him. <laughs> Mr. Biden, they probably like, go Joe, talk. Joe, wake up, wake yeah, up. Really. <laughs> President Biden delivered a 12-minute speech urging countries to use fewer fossil fuels. Wouldn't it be less fossil fuels? Well, I would we're, think we're not going. We're not going to come up with fewer. Fewer. Yeah, yeah, there are only a couple, so it would be yeah, less. Less fossil fuels. Well, that we need to send um, a style tip to the CBS reporter who wrote that. After his speech, he seemed very refreshed. Oh, CBS has all kinds of little things. I I always question on here. Well, of course, there. you had a nap. I'm often refreshed if I take a nap too. Aren't you? Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick is in the news also. This is again. This is CBS. Yeah, comparing uh, the NFL draft to slavery. Isn't that an interesting take? on it. Colin Kaepernick is caught up in another controversy in his Netflix documentary, Colin in Black and White. He compares the way NFL scouts for players to the slave trade. In one scene, actors playing prospective NFL players dramatically turn into slaves headed to the auction block. The scene cuts back and forth between slave owners and coaches. It's getting mixed reaction, of course. One former NFL player slammed the comparison on when that NFL player was on Fox News. So instead of the head coach, it's now Massa. 
<laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, uh, what, I, I didn't watch the documentary, but and the CBS only sort of gives you the tip of the iceberg here. But what? So, in what way is recruiting young black players similar to the slave trade? Well, he talks about the fact that slaves were often poked and prodded, and their teeth checked, and their uh, they were made oh, to stand nude. Oh, well, that's nude. what happens to these players. It does, but you and know, test the slaves weren't they... about to get three or five, ten, twenty million dollar contracts. You pay me $20 million, you can poke and prod me for as long as you want. That doesn't sound right, yeah, does it? Yeah, <laughs> let's give that uh, some more thought. You but, can examine uh, me, my physical characteristics for an extensive period of time for $20 million. But don't they do that to white players also? Sure they, they do. They test them and you have to do a, you It's know. not like they just do black players. Let's get the black boys up here and may, we'll poke them and prod them. They do it to the white boys too. He did a 440, you know, that kind of thing. So, Well, I mean, isn't it, you know, you're talking about a, a, a profession that is extremely physical. And so is it unusual to want to have some knowledge of the physical capabilities of the people who you're about to employ for millions and millions of dollars? Well, I don't think so. Well, and the uh, there's a test, there's a name for this, the combine in the spring where NFL scouts use this to uh, pick who they're going to draft. Right. And that is a holdover from when most of the players were white. And, of course, now most of the players are black, but it's uh, started a long time ago. So I, I can see why Colin would say that they're, uh, if you look at it just on some sort of a cursory glance, it might look that but way. But is that fair? I don't think it's sustainable. No, I don't think it's sustainable during comparison. Well, and it's not fair either because, you know, slaves were about to be sold into a lifetime of servitude and pain Yeah, and they'd already misery. been kidnapped and tortured. Right, and you know. It's not like they were going to be given a nice contract, a nice home, and a lot of money. Well, that's true. That is a plus to it if you get, if you get selected through this horrendous... Uh, uh, a plus effect. Here's the screwing. key word. It's voluntary. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Excellent point. All right. Well, what's your view on that? Uh, we did have President Biden dozing off briefly and doing a genuine beb head bob. No, he didn't snore. Oh, excuse me. That did not get picked up I by the mic. I just fell asleep. Well, uh, uh, <laughs> CBS this morning on the TV show. I, I had it on very faintly, and all of a sudden, I hear the lullaby song that do 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 do. You know that old lullaby song you sing. You know, go to sleep, and, and they have a picture of sleep. President Biden doing the head bob. I thought, sweet oh, come dreams, on. poor guy. Well, you remember when? Uh, well, other presidents have had dilemmas at really high-profile events. Well, I don't think there's anybody who has sat in a meeting where the speaker was not particularly good or, you know, the topic wasn't really uh, uh, fascinating to you. And, you know, you have this tendency to want to uh, close your eyes for a minute and just rest them. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, though, when it's the President of the United States and it is the thing that he has said is the most important that we're all going to die if we don't do something about it, I would think he'd manage to stay awake for that. All right. Well, who's the eight? Who's the eight in charge of keeping him awake? <laughs> <laughs> and what What is that job yeah. description? All right. So those are just two of the items we can talk about today. President Biden, Colin Kaepernick, uh, but uh, maybe there's uh, other oh, issues. Oh, we've got more. There's Senator Bob Casey opposing free speech. I'm appalled. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. You can email us at on the mark at or text us at seven zero two three six. If 
if you would like to text us, uh, you have to put the keyword OTM in there. So we would very much like to hear from you in that manner. If you so choose to communicate that way, uh, you can have, I think it's a hundred and a half characters, like a tweet, like the old tweets. And uh, you can include the keyword OTM, and then we'll know uh, that uh, you are talking to us. And we would just love to hear from you. 1-800-795-9565. And our On the Mark uh, show is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Please go right ahead. Yeah, good morning. Uh, you know, as, as we speak here, there's a caravan of at least 60,000 people, they're saying, coming north, headed through our southern border to invade us. All right. Thank uh, you so and, much, Stan. Thanks for yeah, calling in. And, uh, Very glad to hear from you. <laughs> I represent uh, the mainstream media, and we're not covering that. No, we're not going to listen to it. Now, what else? Now, the Supreme Court, through the, the you know, they went through the court system that uh, Biden is supposed to reinstitute the stay in Mexico policy. And, and as a matter of fact, that wasn't a Trump policy. That is federal law passed by Congress in 1996, signed by Mr. Clinton, that uh, anybody that comes here to before their uh, uh, asylum claim is adjudicated, they need to remain in a neighboring country if they are called here and returned to either you know, deported or they return to Mexico until their case can come before court. So it's, it wasn't a Trump creation that, you know, Biden called uh, what he called immoral, and I think he used some, a couple other derogatory names, which is a lie. He is violating federal law. The Supreme Court has said he needs to reinstitute, and from my understanding, they are still refusing to reinstitute the thing. So my question, what is recourse here? Can a, what, what is recourse when the President of the United States violates federal law? Impeachment. He's supposed to enforce it. Impeachment. Yeah, well, we know that's not going to happen. And we know that the, you know, the, the Marshal Service isn't going to go arrest him, and the DOJ isn't going to prosecute him for violating federal law. So what's our recourse? Other than voting him out. I guess that's it. But that's another three years down the road. A lot of damage can happen between now and then. Well, I think, I, think voters, we I think voters could give him a wake-up call if they elect uh, Yonkin in Virginia today. I would suspect that the Democrats would be sweating nickels if that happened. And, of course, there's well, always an outside chance that the New Jersey race could go Republican, too. Well, we can hope, but it, it all depends on how uh, ginned up the Democrat cheating apparatus is right now in Virginia. So that'll remain to be seen, you know, because, you know... It, I don't know when they started early voting down there. I think that's the biggest farce that's ever been, you know, cast upon the American people, this early voting stuff. Because a lot of stuff happens in the last month or so uh, in these elections that people have already voted and can't change your vote. It's too late, even though they find out that the guy they're voted for is a real scumbag. Now, McAuliffe's pretty much been known to be a scumbag for years, but uh, people still vote for him because he's got a D beside his name. I think you can take your vote back if you go to the polling place. Well, that's just Pennsylvania. Is that Who Pennsylvania? Knows if okay, you can do right, that well, elsewhere. Yeah. Right, well. And we don't have early voting. We have mail in ballots, but we don't have early voting, which I hope never gets started here because it's a farce. We have one election day, it's on the calendar. It's the first, what, first Tuesday in November? Of every year? The first Tuesday after the first Monday. Okay. All right. Is that how it's written? Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's pretty consistent, though, over the over the years. It's, you know, it's one day a year, and that's when it should be. People should need to go vote. 
Well, they were lined oh. up at Shemokin Dam this morning when I was there at 7 o'clock. I got there about five minutes of, and there were people standing in line. I hope that's a good sign. Well, you happen to know, Stan, yeah. most people still vote in person, so it's, that's well, what it's most people are doing. Right. All right, yeah, we that's, got that's you, a PA, So, you know, the early voting is a problem. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, <laughs> in the meantime, I guess we have to keep the pressure on Biden, but his low approval ratings are pretty much showing what people are thinking. Well, so you called about these 60,000 people headed for the border uh, as the no, government. No, we can't talk about that. <laughs> what's the government? Yeah, that's do- what it was. And that's, that's the MPP, the Remain in Mexico policy. They're not going to stop them when they get here. They're not going to put them in, make them stay in Mexico, which is the law. And, the, and, and all the courts have told him that he has to do that. He's not going to do it. Well, going to violate court so orders. What does that say when the President of the United States ignores the Supreme Court? He's a scumbag, but that we all know that. And you know what would happen if we violated court orders, Joe? Yeah, we would be held in contempt and put in jail. All yeah. right, we got to go, Stan. Thank you so much. Somebody pounding on the door, Stan. Thank, Thank you, sir. <laughs> thanks, thanks for calling Thanks. In. Cindy, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Good morning. I would like to join the Secretary of Pennsylvania, the Treasurer of Pennsylvania, in being apoplectic over this ridiculous <laughs> plan to give a week's paid vacation to every state employee, 70,000 of them, because they got a shot. And that's just ridiculous. And and it was read on the news that it was $10 million, but I looked online and it's reported as costing us $100 million. Oh, but don't you think there's a lot of important things that we could do with $100 million? I sure do. You know, it's the irony that uh, this, this man treats the public purse like his personal Santa Claus piggy bank. And I think this is just really irresponsible. I mean, I, I always think he can't go any farther, but he's clearly <laughs> made it his mission to just show how absurd he can be. Five yeah. days off. Not one, which would have been ridiculous. By the way, he gave them the day off to go get the shot. Like, you didn't have to go after work or on the weekend. He gave you the day off if you took it off to go get the shot. How about a day off if you got the shot instead of a week? Why? Yeah, Give why? him a lottery ticket. I'm all for the... I mean, <laughs> I have no problem with inducements, but I think this is obscene. Right. I think this is an obscene level of inducement. So the secretary of what of whatever department you want to pick, who's making over $200,000 a year, gets a paid day off to go get a shot? Come on. Well, and the, Biden Im- and the Biden administration is thinking of giving $450,000 oh, to illegal immigrants who are separated at the border, and we only give $400,000 to a veteran who loses his life in the service of our country. Exactly, and that's to his whole family. He could have four children, right. only $400,000. This is going to give $450,000 to each family member, and these are criminals. You know, we, when we send you to prison because you robbed the bank or you raped somebody, I have no doubt that adversely impacts your children. No doubt. But we don't give them $450 as a consolation prize for the obscenity of the, what their parents' behavior is. And for good reason. This is just, you know, our government is off the rails. And it cries out for us to have recall, which, of course, they will never give us. Because if we had the power of recall, then they would never get away with doing this kind of stuff. 
sadly enough, our hands are tied. We're stuck with these people, no matter how rogue they go. It's just ridiculous. Well, yeah. You're 100% right. It I was, agree with uh, the, the governor's way off the rails with this one. I mean, it's bizarre. It appears as a $10 million in the AP version, but that's a typo. It's $100 million. Yeah, $100 million. This state. Well, the, the AP's trying to make it look better than it is. <laughs> I, I think it's <laughs> just a typo. Even if it was $10 million, you don't think there are $10 million problems that we could solve? doing this? I mean, it's, he's even paying it to people who already got the shot, but now he's giving it out, so he's going to pay it retroactively to all the people who've already gotten their shots. So we have so bad governance it. in Harrisburg. Well, here's the evidence. Apparently Plus the $10 million well. they're paying to lawyers, too. Did you read the spotlight yeah, report on that? Oh, I know. Ten million dollars. To defend their madness. And to then they won't tell you what. Their craziness. And then when you ask them what it's about, well, it's private. It's a legal matter. <laughs> it's <laughs> our government. Come on, people. <laughs> All right. Thank no, you so no, much, we Cindy. We can't have public information because this is the government, and we're founded on secrecy. Most Pennsylvania won't be upset by this, but normal people are. Thank you Thanks, so much, Cindy. Cindy. Thanks. Appreciate that. All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Got some open phones. We'll be right back. What a comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan. Mark Lawrence is standing by, working on getting our techs up, <laughs> which is almost a full-time job, to be all <laughs> perfectly honest with you. And we have a caller on the line, Bob from Paxinus. Bob, you're on the mark. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, this isn't what I was calling for, but today's election day. Get out and vote for the best Democrat you can. Well, <laughs> and I then there won't be any many people casting votes. <laughs> I want to say something about the Supreme Court. Yes, they heard about this uh, fight in Georgia about abortion. You know, the one judge brought up, if they allow this to happen, the next step will be to take away your guns, to take away your, your gay rights to be married, it'll take away your voting rights, so people should be very afraid of this Georgia Republican who is trying to make uh, abortion legal in that State. Abortion is legal in that state, Bob. No, I said they're trying to make it. They, it's against the law to do it now. Are you thinking of Texas? No, it's against or, the yeah, law. I'm sorry, Texas. Okay. Okay. Sorry well, about it's still not. It's up. not illegal anywhere. It's legal, but there are hoops to jump through. Well, people can just go ahead and uh, file lawsuits against 
anybody getting one. That's just Texas. That's in Texas. Yeah, that's not in Georgia. Right. And if that happens in Texas, it will happen in every Republican <laughs> state. How will that be? Explain to me how that will because happen. Because that's how it works. How how think, well, explain how so. it works? How does it work? I don't I don't get that. I don't think that one thing begets another thing. First of all, there are well, many states that wouldn't do it, and well, no one is rushed. Big lie, didn't you? No one is rushed to to. <laughs> okay, but no yes. one is rushing to emulate Texas at this point. There is no other laws that I'm aware of in the works that are at all similar to Texas's, and I think most states are going to want to sit, even if they were inclined to do it. They're going to wait and see what the Supreme Court rules because it certainly will wind its way through the Supreme Court or up to the Supreme Court. And as far as Joe Biden falling asleep, well, I do the same thing. I close my eyes, too, and I could fall asleep. And you're the leader of the free world with 100 cameras on you at all times? And you're the guy who says we're all going to die if we don't do something about climate change, and yet you can't stay awake for a meeting about it? Well, do you ever see the crazy things that our previous President Trump done? He never fell asleep at a meeting. Never fell asleep at a meeting. Somebody's disability. That's true. Never fell asleep at a meeting. He was the embarrassment of the meeting. But I'll tell you what. I'm sure there was probably women there. He was watching. (laughs) Well, maybe at Joe Biden's age, that's not interesting to him. Sorry. I may. I said maybe at Biden's age. You can do today is get out and vote and try and, you know, find a good Democrat somewhere. Back in order. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call. I guess you're going to be sad tomorrow when uh, the governor of Virginia winds up being a Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's normal. Doesn't that typically happen? Whatever party the president is, Virginia goes for the opposite as governor. No, really. Virginia hasn't elected a Republican to statewide office in quite a few years. So that's a a misnomer on my part. Okay. No texts at the moment, but you can send us one at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. Right. Uh, Wrong, Cindy. The governor did not give us a day off to get our shots. We got three hours to get a shot. If the employee decided to take the rest of the day off, they had to use their time. Please make sure you know the facts if you are going to bash the state workers. (laughs) I don't think she's bashing state state workers. I think she's bashing our uh, humble governor. Governor. Another listener sends us a note uh, (laughs) with a Smokey Bear poster. It says, please vote better. And Smokey's looking right at you and says, only you can prevent Republicans from destroying America. (laughs) Do you really think that Republicans are destroying America? No, not at all. Do you think that Democrats are just destroying America and promoting communism? No, I don't think that either. I think that they have some policies that are misguided. But I'm not going to characterize them as communists or socialists. I mean, there are people... They're turning us towards communism or socialism. There are members of the Democratic squad who seem to have power far beyond or influence far beyond what they should have in driving the entire Democratic Party, which has a legitimate point of view and valid point of view on many issues, but now they're being driven to these extreme positions because of people like Olivia Ocasio-Cortez and Bernie Sanders. Yeah, it's funny. The more the more extreme your minor, ultra-minority view, the more coverage you get. Well, that's always true. The most outrageous thing. Well, that's true. I mean, take a look. This is a good example. and we, I know we have quite a few things to talk about this morning, but you sent me this story, and I was appalled. Wait, one more email about Cindy. Oh, okay. Uh, I agree with Cindy. The governor should have spent the money other places. I got the shot on my own free will, and I don't need any incentive to get the shot so the governor can keep his this week. I manage my time so I can have off. Thank you. Okay, good for you. you. Good. 
Anyhow, uh, U.S. Senator Bob Casey is denouncing Penn State University student organization hosting a controversial political commentator and an event scheduled for uh, tomorrow. The group is hosting alt-right political communi- communicator and documentarian and provocateur Milo Yiannop- Yiannopoulos right. for a discussion about free speech, faith, conversion therapy, hairstyle, and more, hairstyle. including I using... I can't wait to hear that part. Including using the tagline, Pray the Gay Away. In a statement Monday, Senator Casey expressed dismay at the choice of speakers and condemned the hateful and anti-LGBTQ rhetoric the event promotes. He says every student deserves a safe environment to learn, except those students who, you know, want to have this guy in. According to Onward State, both Penn State student government, the University Park Undergraduate Association, and the Borough of State College have published statements condemning the planned lecture. Here's a clue, folks. You don't want to hear what Yiannopoulos has to say? Don't go! If there's coverage of him on television, don't watch it. But don't stifle free speech. Isn't the speech that we don't want to hear the speech that's most in need of protection? I think you're jumping to conclusions. I don't think they're stifling free speech. I think they're... They're con- trying to shut him down. Right. They're condemning him. No, no, they're not trying to shut yes, him down. Yes, they are. They're condemning him for right, being Right, but there. they don't care if it happens. They're just condemning the fact that he got invited, and of course he'll get paid, and some students have to pay to go to it. But I don't think anybody's trying to shut it down. Well, there may be somebody, but not the people you're naming. They're just yelling. They're just saying how terrible it is they chose him. Right. They publish statements condemning the planned lecture. Right. Well, they. Well, what's wrong with that? You condemn things all the time that the Democrats do or other people do or some Republicans do, but you don't go down to Washington and say, okay, you're not allowed to serve here because your view's <laughs> too extreme. I just think, you know, I think you're jumping to conclusions. But shouldn't, shouldn't Nobody wants we, to shut anything down. All right. Shouldn't what we, instead of condemning it, shouldn't we say, ladies and gentlemen, while I don't agree with this political speech and I feel this gentleman is disrespectful of certain elements of our society. Nevertheless, I support his right to appear here and to speak, and I urge those who want to hear him to attend and those who are offended by what he might say not to attend. Joe, you and I could always come up with reasonable words for every extreme viewpoint that we think would be more acceptable. <laughs> if, I, if I could get Jake Corman to speak like a reasonable person, I think we'd be in good shape. Were you in trouble with Jake Corman? No, no, I'm just <laughs> saying that, you know, they just love to do that uh, Democratic name call calling, or Republican name-calling, I guess you would call it for his part, you know, and the vitriol towards each other. And the governor likes to give everybody a week off if you get the jab, and I could come up with a reasonable way to incentivize vaccination. Senator Casey, looking into his crystal ball, knows that this is going to be hateful speech. Yeah, well, that's what he's done in the past. But you are right. He could have come up with a conciliatory note and, and urge compromise and allowing diverse viewpoints and people to explore their sexuality as they see fit. But I that's doubt not it. the way we do things. Here. <laughs> this is WDK, okay, Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Present and accounted for, sir. Thank you so much. Mayor of Shemokin Dam, head of Global Tsunami Response with Pima, and he's the head of the Bar Association. Volcanoes now. Volcanoes, I'm sorry. (laughs) I knew it was a natural disaster, and he's the head of uh, the Bar Association. No, I'm not head of the Bar Association. (laughs) Aren't you like on the Judicial Review Committee? The Investigative Division of the Judicial Review Committee, yes. Right. Okay. Well, that's the same thing. You're, you're part That's of the not problem. Heading the bar you are part of the problem. Well, I know. I, I hate to admit it. <laughs> All right. So on the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company in general. Uh, you can go to sunburymotors.com and pick out a vehicle. And one vehicle that's there in particular, it's a 2021 Ford Ranger four-door with a five-foot bed. And it's got a, a super crew four-by-four and a five-foot box, a 126-inch wheelbase. So you're almost up to F-150 length wheelbase there. What's that mean? That means a smooth ride for a smaller truck. Uh, it has an electric 10-speed automatic transmission. What does that mean? Well, well, that means that it's going to shift uh, very smoothly now. It still has a gasoline motor, 2.3 liter EcoBoost motor. It's the V6 that's just ultra productive and have with tons of horsepower and uh, 24 miles to the gallon on the highway and has all kinds of great uh, things. You can sync it up with your phone with the Ford app and it's Android Auto compatible and Apple CarPlay compatible. has electronic locking differential, the full technology pack adaptive cruise control, the forward sensing system so that uh, you can uh, tell it to follow a safe distance behind any vehicle and it'll stay there as long as that vehicle is in front of the lane in front of you. And just a super vehicle and tough too. It's got the bed liner already sprayed in, running boards, a trailer tow package. It is ready to go. And that is, let's see what color is it? Oh, it's cactus gray they call it. It's that dark gray that has the metal flakes in it. A gorgeous a truck, 2021 Ford Ranger, Sunbury Motor Company. Buy that that up. Price, oh, $39,000. How about that? You can't beat that. So it's a super price on a super vehicle at the Sunbury Motor Company. So do as I've done. Drive around in some of their vehicles to check it out and see if you like them. And then buy one or two. The truck I'm driving, we're going to turn that in soon and get another one, but uh, get it while you can. It's you just got it. Ford <laughs> F-150. Well, we got to I think got to keep fueling the economy, right? Right. <laughs> right. We've got to keep changing. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to try a smaller vehicle next time. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll talk about that later. Uh, But uh, we invite you to do what I did, and that's go to sunburymotors.com. In the news today, U.S. Senator Bob Casey's denouncing a Penn State University student organization hosting a controversial political commentator at an event tomorrow. The group hosting the alt-right political commentator and well-documented provocateur Milo Yiannopoulos for a discussion about free speech, faith, conversion therapy, hairstyle, I can't wait to hear that, and he'll talk about the pray the gay away. In a statement Monday, Senator Casey expressed dismay at the choice of a speaker. Pennsylvanians uh, who get to go to the polls today who didn't mail in their ballot uh, can enjoy open polls right now. 
While turnout is usually low in years in which candidates for president or governor are not on the ballot, Acting Secretary of State Veronica DeGraffenreid says it's important that people vote. Every election during these odd-numbered years, so many of the decisions made by our local officials affect our everyday life. So absolutely, it is important that if people are concerned about things locally, that they participate. State election officials say while face coverings are encouraged, they're not required at the polls, which are open until 8 p.m. Anyone with questions about voting can go to vote.pa.gov or call the Department of State's toll-free hotline at 1-877-VOTES-PA. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. Penn Live is reporting Governor Tom Wolf's administration put a new incentive on the table to encourage state employees to get their COVID-19 vaccination. Even those employees who have already received their shots will benefit it. The 72,000 employees who work under the governor's jurisdiction are now eligible for up to five days paid. Oh, that's up to five days. You don't have to take all five if you don't want to. Oh, who's going to turn them down? <laughs> it's free day off. Every day is a holiday if you work for the state government. But anyway, uh, they get five days paid leave if they are or become fully vaccinated by December 31st. The leave time must be taken between December 20th and March 31st. If you don't take it, they'll pay you for it anyway. The state treasurer had a meltdown when she found out about this uh, via email yesterday saying it'll cost Pennsylvanians $100 million to pay for uh, the governor's new incentivization. Finally, we argued about this on the show. Uh, Joe thought that uh, the uh, different sports teams that play V Beach volleyball should be required to wear bikini bottoms, but now the girls have won. No more bikini bottoms for women's beach handball players, not volleyball, handball. An international federation has reversed its rule requiring bikini bottoms rather than shorts while competing following an international outcry. Even singer Pink got involved, offering to pay the fines of the Norwegian team after members wore shorts at the European Championships and were fined because they're supposed to be wearing the much more revealing bikini Bikini <laughs> bottoms, but they win in the end, so to speak. <laughs> A double entendre there? Not intended. <laughs> And well, nevertheless, <laughs> an unintended entendre. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Eric intended to call us and did. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark, and you're welcome. Please give us your liberal rant for the day. All right, you guys all through. Well, I can talk now. All right, Mark, <laughs> shame on you. Oh, uh, words mean something. All right, as a retired state employee, I take great offense to what you just said. Do you know how many dedicated state employees are out there working at Films Grove Center 24-7, taking care of people during this COVID crisis? Shame on you. Words matter. Okay, I know you said it in jest. Words matter. Joe, shame on you. <laughs> yesterday, what did you say yesterday to end the broadcast? Do you remember what you said yesterday in the broadcast? Words matter, Joe. No, quite frankly, I don't. Oh, I said, uh, let's go, Brandon. No, well, no. before that. Oh, no, I don't remember what I said before that. You said vote early and vote off. Oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's really, yeah. I understand. I, I have my... <laughs> I, shame on me. Oh. I should be shot for that. I can't believe I said something like that no, in jest. I, I, just I, I, listen. No, here, here, here's the deal. People were shot for that. <laughs> for voting because early and often? That attitude that people hear offhanded comments and believe that led to, eventually led to that riot and insurrection last, last year. And yes, Joe, people were shot. Bottom line is, gentlemen, words matter. Eric. But that's not why I called this morning. Eric, I'm can I give you some advice? What did I say? Can I give you some advice? Workers? Lighten up. 
It's it, not brain surgery. And what did I say about <laughs> state workers? You said that every day is a day off for state workers. Every day is a holiday. A holiday, yeah, that was oh, it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, they're well compensated. I guarantee you a lot of them work hard. I do know that for a fact. I know quite a few. But uh, and, 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 Joe, you like to retract. You were saying that in justice today, right? Yes. Uh, no, I'm encouraging people to, to commit a crime. It's called yeah, Republican right. fraud. It's about time. <laughs> it's an old mm-hmm. joke. Comedians Keep have said up it with for us years. Democrats. It's probably I, not I very funny. I understand that. I understand that. My point is... You know, it's an old joke, but the, the ex-president took that to the point or everything to where there was an insurrection. Last he, he didn't tell every, people Donald talk. Trump didn't tell people to vote more than once. He was worried that people did that. Well, no, he was saying they did, and exactly, he was saying that they did. So all I did is say vote okay, early and all. That whole rockabilly, right? Well, how many times are you, planning on voting to, are, you, are you planning on voting more than once today? Of course not. Well, then I didn't I, exactly influence. I, I believe in the sanctity of our election process. Then I didn't influence. I love that it, it's a peaceful, it'll be a peaceful up to last year, hello. My point is, Eric, the power. Eric, my point is I didn't influence you to commit a crime. But, Joe, you know <laughs> words matter, and who knows? Okay. All right. Yeah. We're not going to win this there. one. Okay, go ahead. What else did you call I'll about? make my point. Okay. I, I'm, I'm jacked up this morning because it's Election Day. Yeah, I, I love you. our election process. Yeah. I love living in really? Texas. Really? <laughs> but one thing bothers me, and that is the, the belittling of the electorate here in central Pennsylvania. When you go to any polling place, you're going to find what outside of each polling place besides vote here, what will you find? People encouraging you to vote for a particular candidate. A parking lot? Right. right. Well, parking lot, yeah. yeah and the handicap placard. Exactly right. You'll see all kinds of, like, vote for this, vote for that. Okay. What What's filling the airways, including today, which I, I should, you know, what's filling the airways of the commercial time? You know, the, the not, well, what's for once pushing aside the pharmaceuticals, pushing aside the uh, the lawyers? What's, what's that? All the political ads, right? You know, influencing people—that's belittling the electorate. No, it's to, not. To oh, think. come on, Eric. That's too far. You know, that's like saying a, c- a commercial for Pepsi Cola is belittling people by suggesting they drink something. You're not obligated to do it. It's a message. You accept the message or you reject it. Joe, but, words <laughs> matter. Yeah, words matter. Drink Pepsi Cola. Drink Coca Cola. I mean, that's what we do in this country. That's advertising. Or what about the words? Do they matter when we broadcast a dietitian from Geisinger who says you shouldn't drink too much soda? Did her words not matter? Let's, let's, let's not drink, drag Coke or Pepsi into this. What I'm saying is it, it, the, the people believe that if you see it happens, you have to put it this way. You have to get on TV to get elected, and that's the problem. All right. Have you and ever, have not, you and, ever. And everyone, do we know what TV time costs, right? Eric, have you ever heard a radio commercial for a political candidate and said, yep, I'm voting for them. And then the next commercial comes on for the opponent. Oh, maybe I made a mistake. I'm going to vote for them. It's information. You process it. You make a decision and you go from there. But everybody, I think political people, political ads are the most important ads in the round because they give you a chance to assess the veracity, uh, the integrity, uh, and the positions of the candidates without which you wouldn't have it. So instead of viewing it as some kind of a drawback, view it as what it is, one of the bulwarks of our society. And and how do you get on TV? How do you make that money? Where do you get that money from? That means you have to be either very wealthy and no. get, uh, or you have to sell your soul to special interest groups 
to get on television to get elected. It may interest that you. It may interest problem. you to know that the Federal Communication Commission requires broadcasters to provide what's called the lowest unit rate for political advertising if the ad is quote a use by the candidate, which means that the candidate is identified or identifiable in the commercial. So but we are what required. Is that rate? We are required. That rate is still not cheap. Well, you, oh, but gosh. still, <laughs> we're required to give them the You're lowest not possible win this, rate. <laughs> he doesn't if want to hear any offenses. If I run for speech. governor of Pennsylvania, and I don't, <laughs> but okay, I'm, I'm a no person. How do I get my message out if I don't get on TV? I'm, I'm not a millionaire. I can't afford that. So why have to get special interest groups to back me? And hence, they're no. going to come calling and you saying, "Hey, it's time to pay up." Eric, your your uh, fundamental misunderstanding of the political system is appalling. I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you form, okay. you form you a tell me there's not special interest groups backing backing candidates. Sure, there are, tell but you but you form and your race for governor. If you choose to be so crystal clear and pure, you form a political committee, uh, the Eric for Governor of Pennsylvania committee, and you announce that you will only accept individual contributions of not more than ten dollars, and therefore you will not accept any money from PACs or organizations that have some vested interest in getting you elected. And your campaign slogan can be. Words matter. That's why I always listen to the end of the political commercials to hear who it is that's paying for the commercial. And, and they're, so, they're so out there that you get no idea who's playing. This This is packed for a better and better America. Packed for, you know, you know. Yeah, clean, can look clean, it up on you the... Know, it, you don't know who is backing yeah, that. You can, can look it up on the internet, Look it up on the internet, Eric. They're required to have a, a, a presence on the internet. They're required to disclose who the officers are. And the donors. The don Well, the major donors, they are. So, you know, it depends on how yeah. informed you want to be. That bingo. That's exactly right. And unfortunately, we've dumbed this down so far that the average, I'm, I'm sorry, most people go, can, can be influenced by that name they see, the last name they see in there. And the last thing, and my time's up, I'm <laughs> encouraging everyone, do not, when you go to vote today, use your brain. Do not just go in there and blindly check you know, for the full slate of either party. Now that's an think insult to the, the that... Think about who the candidates are and their individual merits, Eric, and then use your right to vote for each individual person. That is you know? an insult to the electorate. You're assuming that people are stupid and are going to go in there with no <laughs> idea who they're going to vote for. Oh, I like that guy's name. I'll vote for him. And you can't back out of it. Words matter. Why so. else, Joe, then okay. why else would they have those, put, put all that money, put those signs outside the... Uh, outside the polling place. Well, then what you should do is vote against... Anything. Why would they put them there? we got to go. Vote against anybody who puts a sign out in front of the polling place. <laughs> yeah, there you that offended. I have done that. I have done that. All right, thank <laughs> you. Fair enough, Eric. Thanks. Well, I appreciate it. Thank vote you. One, but... Oops, I'm oh, sorry. Well, I thought he was done. <laughs> well, he, had us... multi, he was a multi-ranter today. <laughs> he had multiple rants. Alright, 1-800-795-9565 Standby caller, we will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back. At, at this time tomorrow, we're going to know who some of the elected leaders are around here and judge in the 17th Judicial District, school boards, city councils, mayors. Milton's going to have a new mayor no matter what. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, Virginia's governor? Yes. I guess those are any other big New national? Jer- New, New Jersey governor. Okay. Yep. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dan, you're on the mark. Thank you so much for waiting. You're on the mark. Hey. Hey, good morning. Well, for our great radio friend, Eric, I suggest he starts off with decaf coffee in the morning. (laughs) I think I wound him up by insulting state workers. He used to be one. Yeah, okay. Well, he knows I'm funny with him. But anyway, you know, I think the gentleman said we're not using the word socialism is a bad way to talk about our opponents and stuff. Well, I I think we are trending towards socialism. I'll tell you just a few reasons. Number one, look, our governor's rewarding people to follow the party line. You be a good little socialist, you get your shot in the arm, and you'll be rewarded. That's exactly what Russia, China does. If you follow the party line, you go to them meetings in the evening after you do a day's work, listen to their propaganda, you're going to be rewarded for your diligence to the party. I don't see a lot of difference. What, let's see. Wikipedia said, no, I'm sorry, it's Oxford Dictionary. This defines socialism as a political and economic theory of social organization that advocates that the means of production, distribution, and exchange should be owned or regulated by the community as a whole. So let's, let's take the transportation industry. Uh, are we leaning towards having the government take over, or sort of this uh, community entity take over the transportation industry? Uh, not necessarily. But right, I'm how just about the medical industries? The attitude, the attitude of mandates. Uh, you do what the party tells you to do, and you'll be rewarded for it. Where do you hear things like that besides communism and socialism? You know, I guess. You know, mandates in the school. We're going to teach you what we want to teach you. You parents, you stay out of it. Mind your own business, or we'll sick the FBI on you. What? Where do you? Where do you think that is? Well, I don't think the. That's, I don't think anybody said that. You're conflating that. But anyway, go ahead. These are closely held myths. That's what they're myths, saying. So. In other words, no, 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 no. They're saying that they. The, we talked about this a hundred times. The attorney general was interested in helping local you know, law enforcement investigate the threats made against school board members. They're much, much, much different than. I mean, I think they're encouraging people to stand up at meetings and speak out. That much is welcomed. 
They don't want the parents' input. Says you. Okay, go ahead. They w- no says the truth. If you, <laughs> okay. you guys are working in the media, you should know more than I do. But apparently, sometimes you don't. The the Merrill Garland, that wonderful guy, almost got on the Supreme Court once the FBI involved. If you, this gets out of hand, you, your parent. Yeah, Joe parents, advocated for him and endorsed him. Not, and he didn't almost get on the Supreme Court. He didn't even have a hearing. <laughs> he didn't even get close. Thank <laughs> the Lord for that. There you go. We're very thankful he didn't get on. But anyway, he's all for that. And what, what does that look like to you? Top down control. That's, that's social, that's communism. They teach you their agenda, and we've been trending that way for a hundred years. It started in the 1920s till today. We ended up with what we're with now. And I, by the way, every Republican friend I have, and some Democrat friends, they'll say the same thing I'm saying. They said we're trending towards socialism and communism. It's not just a couple of what you might call us, like me, a nutcase, but it's a lot of people out here saying that, that they see it happening. I have people right across the street, wherever, they see what's happening in America. All right, we got you. And they're good, and it's no conspiracy theory it's for real all right we got you thank and, you uh, so much dan thank you thank you thank you appreciate you guys have a great you one too we encourage free speech and an open mic we've got one going here 1-800-795-9565 well, we do like you to plow the field but once okay uh anything in the field everything okay, is still lots current. of it here please tell dan state workers are working with the public this trump virus is everywhere Another one, yes on transportation, Mark. High-speed rail and government transportation systems are socialism. They control when and where a person can travel. Yeah, Amtrak, good Interesting point. Interesting, well, even the airlines. All right, Eric, are you calling voters too stupid to be able to determine who they want to vote for with the information available to them? And Eric, I think he did say that. I yeah, think that I think was, it pretty, was clear. pretty close to what he said. Yeah. No, I think it was pretty much exactly what he said. <laughs> Eric, people did cheat in 2020. Open your eyes. No, brother. And then um, calm down, Eric. You'll have an aneurysm. Oh. There was no insurrection. There was a riot January 6th, and an unarmed protester was shot. And then, hey, Mark, Casey and others are trying to shut down free speech as the news media by as the is the news media by promoting the event. Bob is the new Dale. Difference is we don't we know. Don't know. They we're limited <laughs> okay. to 150 characters. But uh, Casey doesn't want to shut it down. He's just yes, denouncing. He does, he he does would, not. He He's it denouncing down. it. Oh, okay. So if you denounce something, you you want it to continue. You just want to denounce it. Right. Well, that's like saying I, I don't like the fact that a train goes by, so I hold up a sign, but that's not going to stop it from you going by. you denounce the train? Right. You can denounce it, but I'm not going to stand on the tracks or try to stop it or bust up the tracks. It, I think you're reading too much into what Senator Casey said. But anyway, that's words matter, so we'll, right, we'll we, let you we hold on to that. we that at the start of the program. We'll let you hold on to that. Uh, one of our listeners says, does Senator Casey know that Milo is gay, or at least he did swing that way? Why does he want to censor a member of the LGBT? 
LGBTQ community. Because he yeah. says things that... Yeah, he doesn't want to censor him. Like. He just rebukes him in the strongest fashion capable. I rebuke you. Right. And yes, Mark, Virginia actually has voted against the president's party each time, says Bob. And then here's one right here, and Joe. Eric sounds sincere, but to me is sincerely wrong. Tap down your enthusiasm. You come across as prideful. All right, and then one more. And listening to this show clearly reveals hysterical has a middle name. All right, and Paul is next. Good morning, sir. Good morning, men. Um, uh, talking about being informed as we go to the polls, uh, I have to confess I, I've looked up and got the, uh, uh, you know, the the sample ballot on the computer and so forth. But uh, in the, what I've been able to do, we're going to be voting about uh, retaining judges, and I've heard absolutely no discussion, and I think probably, um, and I'm not just talking about your program, I listen to a lot of talk radio and uh, in local programming and so forth, and uh, I've heard no discussion about the, the two people for the Superior Court, two people for the Commonwealth Court, probably who were elected 10 years ago, and we're going to be voting to uh, to retain them or not to retain them, and uh, I'm not going to vote on them because I don't know anything about them. May I make a uh, suggestion to you? The bar. The, may I make a suggestion? Sure. The Bar Association, and I've been involved with this process for a number of years, when somebody is uh, going for retention, they go through the same process that people seeking the office for the first time go through. They have to fill out a form. They are investigated by a panel that is, can, consists of two attorneys and a layperson. They look into their background, how they've done in court. They talk to the people who have opposed them in different cases. They, they are required to submit samples of their writing, their opinions. And then the Bar Association, the report from the investigative committee, uh, which is what I do for the Bar Association, is then sent to the full Judicial Review Committee, and they interview the candidate again, and then they come up with a recommendation, either highly recommended, recommended, or not recommended, and they post this on their website. So you at least would get some idea of how the their peers feel about them and how they, um, you know... Whether they view them as qualified, and then use that as one of the logs in the building you build about the information. Look at their website, maybe Google uh, somebody who's running against them or campaigning against them, see what they have to say, and try to build well, an these, informed these are view. about retaining, so there's nobody running against them. Right. Okay, okay right. Okay, uh, well, that's true. But so is that, uh, 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 Joe, is that the uh, Pennsylvania... Um, Pennsylvania Bar, Bar Association, yes. Yep. Great place What's to that? start. Yes, it is. It's the Pennsylvania Bar Association. And it's Pennsylvania just... Pennsylvania Bar Association, but somebody that doesn't have Internet at their home... Um, you know, I, I have to that go to the library all okay. the time to use the internet, and I only have so much time, and so I haven't I haven't uh, found this information yet. Um, and today's the day to vote, so forth. So, even though I've tried to be informed, I haven't been informed, and I have not. I've heard no discussion about any of these people. And as far as I know, those for the Superior Court and Commonwealth Court would be on everybody's ballot across the state, I believe. Yep, and they're uh, very different state, candidates. Statewide. But I've heard, I've heard no discussion about whether nobody has mentioned what the Bar Association has said or anything on any program that I've heard mm -hmm. that's a local Pennsylvania program. And, and so I've heard nothing in media that has helped people be informed about who these people are and well. what kind of work they've done on the court. It has not been mentioned, and okay. that, that's, that's just, uh, you know, it's a failure, I think, out there for people who don't not have the Internet, they don't have iPhones and so forth, that they can't 
get all the information everybody else can get and so forth. So it's just it's just a problem. All right, get a copy of the Daily Item. Uh, they did an article today about somebody who's running. I I'm saw looking, there was an I'm election it article up today. The Bar Association has a section called Voting Today. Well, that's all internet. Okay, though. he's got. Okay, I appreciate that internet, knowing so. that. Thank yeah. you. I'll have to check yeah. that in the future. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for checking Thank in. Bye bye. All right, got callers waiting. Quickie break. We'll be right back. Am I on? Okay. okay. We, look, we looked up the uh, judicial reviews from the Bar Association. Which is just and, one view. Right. It's one view. And they, uh, as far as the retention of judges goes, which was what our question from our caller was, they are recommending for Superior Court uh, that Judge John T. Bender and Judge Mary A. Jane Bowes both be retained for Superior Court. For Commonwealth Court, they're recommending Judge Renee Kahn Jubilee be ret- retained, but they are not recommending retention for Judge Anna E. Kobe for failure to participate. All right. And do they have a political lean, the State Bar Association? No, they don't. Okay. Most Which of means they lean right. If you can't recognize it, means they lean right most and you these accept candidates it. candidates are both Republican and Democrats. They cross file, so it's hard to be partisan under those circumstances. What should I do here? Well, we should take some calls. Uh, I would say Dick and Audrey, right. and then... Dick, go right ahead. You're on the mark. I'll make this uh, fairly quick because I just heard, listened to Dan, and he always harps about the facts because he had the he had the virus that he's got immunity, and I just see where the COVID the COVID vaccines are five five times more offer five times more protection than those that have natural immunity from the virus. Now that just came out this week. Now he's not going to believe that because his medical <laughs> school probably didn't teach that. But I'm just telling you what I'm, re- I'm reading right here. Dick, I saw a uh, a meme on Facebook. I thought it was perfect. It showed a picture of a tombstone in a cemetery. A freshly dug grave had been covered over, and the tombstone read, I did my own research on COVID. Well, a lot of people do that because they hear it somewhere, but I'm only, I'm only reading what I'm seeing here, and I have to kind of believe that like, there's no reason for these people just to get up and lie. Excellent these people went to me- Most of them went to medical school or some kind of, uh, they're, you know, they're scientists of some kind, and, you know. <laughs> I'm just telling you what, I, what I'm reading, and I, I think the I think the vaccines work, and I got my booster last week, so I feel good pretty good you. about that. You're as armed as you can be. Um, you're the first person I've, I've spoken to who's gotten the booster. Did you have any reaction? Well, it was kind of it was kind of odd. I had the Moderna, and and it basically it was only approved last weekend for the booster. Right. And I happened to have my doctor's appointment that week on a Tuesday, and I went and got my flu shot, and I and I mentioned it. Hey, they got the stuff out of the freezer and gave it to me because they knew it was going to happen anyhow. But you didn't have any reaction? I mean, had, a, had, a, had a set for, and fall out a little bit, but... Did you have any reaction? Any reaction? That was my question. No. Oh, great. Uh, I, guess my, I guess my right arm was a little sore. I got the, I'll say I got him in two different shoulders. I got the flu shot in one side, but, you know, I didn't have any the first time either. With Boy, the, they were just jabbing away at you. <laughs> you never so met yeah, a... I had the Moderna, both, both uh, shots and, and, the vac- and the booster last week. You All never, right, never met a jab you didn't like? Am I 78? If I died today or tomorrow, it might not be through anything else, but something stupid. That I did or got. Old age. All as right. A, as Thank a fellow seventy-eight-year-old, so don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I go, you so I much. I go a lot of places. I, you know, I'm still working three days a week, and I, pre- I stay pretty active. All Good right. for you. Thank you. That's Thanks the way for to do calling it. in. Appreciate Thanks, that. Joe, you're looking at somebody that got the Moderna booster last week. You got it. Yeah. Oh, yep. all right. So, uh, I had a sore arm. That's We're all. We're going to have to find a way to get it. So. All right. Audrey is next. Good morning, Audrey. You're on the mark. Go right ahead. Good morning. I'd like to ask Joe to explain that. Let's go, Brandon, to me. I've been seeing it all over, and I don't know if what I'm thinking. 
exactly what it means. Actually, I think I have a pretty good story about that, or I did have a pretty good story about it. A uh, pilot for South uh, Southwest Airlines is currently under internal investigation for saying, let's go, Brandon, over the plane's loud yeah, But I think she means in Right, general. I'm getting to that. Okay. Originally, yeah. so, uh, For those unfamiliar, the phenomenon of let's go, Brandon, all started during the NASCAR Sparks 300 after driver Brandon Brown landed his first Xfinity Series win. During an interview with NBC News after the win, crowds can be loud or heard loudly chanting in the background. The reporter interviewing Brown claimed the crowd is cheering, let's go Brandon, when they are very clearly saying, F Joe Biden. And the phrase was quickly adopted by those against the current administration. It's a clean way to say, F you Joe yeah. Biden. That's, that's kind of what I thought. And all this, oh, sorry, I'm on my cell, it's a news update. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's what that's it's all about. Really, and it's sweeping that, the country. That's what it's all about. So, <laughs> So this is something to be celebrated and something you agree with, Joe, that you would use this phrase using vulgarities against the President of the United States and cheering this on. Let's go, Brandon, isn't vulgarity against the president. If you interpret it as such, it means you buy into the NBC reporter. And so what were they actually chanting? They were chanting F. Joe Biden. Well, then, and if you support it, then you're, if you use a phrase, you're supporting F. Joe Biden. I don't think right? we've supported or endorsed or <laughs> disdained or, or encouraged people not to listen to it or not do it. I think on this show, we've just talked about the fact that it's happening. You know, we talk about it. It's like talking about the weather. We're not making it occur. We're just describing it when it happens. Okay. See, I wasn't clear on that. I just heard that Joe said he, he used that to sign off yesterday. And if he's using it, to, you know, oh, in that sort of context, did you sign off at that? Yeah, then I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, that would be supportive of yeah, it. Yeah, Joe is. Opinion. Never mind. Joe is supportive of it. You are right. Good catch. I didn't realize he signed off. No, with that. I, I didn't did, catch it. But I don't. I think it's just funny that the people who took it that the you guy from it. That the guy from exactly. NBC, that the guy from NBC, heard what was being yelled and and just couldn't admit that the crowd was upset about Joe Biden's administration, and so he changed what they were yelling into something like "Let's go, Brandon," because of the guy won the race. I mean, what's funny is the hypocrisy. If they were chanting "Blank uh, Donald Trump," the media would have reported "Blank Donald Trump." Oh, they're saying horrible things about Donald Trump. Thank goodness. But because well, it's Joe Biden, they're not. Across, it's still coming across that you support. You're not making fun of CNN, which anybody can do. I don't follow CNN, nor do I follow that. Actually, that it was NBC. You know, even putting that out there, that is what is wrong with American politics today. It's crude. It's nasty, and nobody talks to each other. And anybody who passes that is supporting what I think is. It's what's wrong with politics in America and why we're not getting anywhere. Was it wrong when they were coming down on Donald Trump, or was that okay? I don't didn't hear anyone coming down on Donald Trump. <laughs> I, I, I heard people reporting what he said, and Donald Trump put his own foot in his own mouth. You can't, you can't argue against that, <laughs> I'm not that, arguing Joe. that, but, I mean, there were plenty uh, yes. of people in the media who There's were coming down on him. All right, well, go ahead, it, 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 Audrey. We have to I'll wrap get up. Get off of this. Yeah, that's all right. Thank you that. so much Bye-bye. for calling Bye, in. Audrey. All right, Eric, you get 60 seconds. Go right ahead. First of all, thank you to all the, the warm-hearted callers or texters out there who are concerned about my health. That warms my heart. But you know what, folks? <laughs> don't text in. Call in. Put your name behind something. Take a position. You know, and then we can text and be anonymous. All of our texters call in also. 
Well, yeah, we'd love it, right? Uh, second, the reason I, to, to solidify the reason for my call, right after I left, you had a, a, a political ad from Representative Rowe in support of Judge Candidate um, Hackenberg, right? And in that, he said verbatim, the only Republican candidate is Hackenberg, and that is a bold-faced lie. Well, on the ballot, though, he's right. Well, he doesn't say on the ballot. He said the only oh, okay. candidate. He doesn't. Exactly right, Joe. Thank you. And that's a bold-faced lie. From a state representative who's misusing I his know, position right? as well. I wonder why I rail against the machine <laughs> and get a little you. jacked up about things. All right, thank you, sir. And, Thanks and for just, calling in. I'd just in. like to also correct. If I said, and I no, nope, nope, nope. We gotta go. We gotta stupid. go. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta call our waiting. Uh, Jordy, you are next up. Thank you so much for listening in the first place. I'm always glad you're out there, and thank you for calling in. We need you bad. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I hope you're you're doing well. Um, I just was encouraging people to make sure they vote in the judicial elections. Um, uh, today it's um, <clears throat> there. There are four openings: one in Supreme Court, two in Commonwealth Court, and one in Superior Court. Um, and um, you know, uh, the courts matter a lot, and this is our day to to make sure that our voices matter and, and who's on those courts. Um, you know, I think um, in this on the Supreme Court, Maria McLaughlin is a uh, uh, is a really strong candidate. Um, and people should, you know, take a look. Her opponent, Kevin Brobson, has gotten over $150,000 of his roughly 300000 from Commonwealth Leaders Fund, which is there's a lot of really strident right-wing positions um, in the Commonwealth Court race. Uh, um, before you go off of the Supreme Court, you may be interested to know that both Judge Brobson and McLaughlin were highly recommended by the Bar Association after an extensive, and I mean extensive, uh, investigation, and I can tell you, as t uh, taking part in Judge Brobson's investigative team, I've never done one in the 20 years that I've been doing them, where absolutely no one had any unkind word to say about him. And he was elected president of Commonwealth Court, president judge by both Republicans and Democrats. But he's pays paid for a deceptive ad. Yeah. What's your reaction? I corrected to that? it. He corrected it. Anything disparaging about Judge Brobson's qualifications? I do think voters have a right to know who they think, who they give money to in terms of who they think will favor their viewpoint. And Commonwealth Leaders Fund is uh, incredibly anti-public school. They pu push for school voucher programs that would basically defund public schools. Now who's giving McLaughlin money? Let me finish, please. Okay. I'm not saying that's how Judge Robson will rule, but voters have a right to know who, who, gave, uh, who gave them money. Okay, well then, be fair. Who gave McLaughlin money? Uh, a lot from lawyers in Philadelphia, a lot of labor unions, but none of her donations, uh, um, no one donation is anywhere near as large as the um, over half of his funds from one source. Um, so that, that uh, to me, as somebody who likes to pay attention to this, is something that, that means a lot. Can I go on to the next race? Sure, go ahead. Sure. Uh, in the Commonwealth Court, um, and I'm glad you brought up the American Bar Association recommendation. No, the Pennsylvania Bar Association. Uh, yes, thank you. The Pennsylvania Bar Association. Um, the uh, uh, Judge Wall, uh, not even Judge, sorry. Uh, forget her first name, but last name Wallace, who's running. 
Stacey. one of the Republicans be on the Commonwealth Court. Stacey? Wasn't even recommended. Um, she's never been a judge. So if you care about qualifications, that's something people might want to look at. Well, and, what court? Uh, but uh, Commonwealth Court, court Stacy Wallace, yeah, she was on Sunrise. Yeah, but, she is not recommended. Right, only because she doesn't have tons of judicial experience. Right. So she hasn't been tainted by the courtroom yet. So she's on a lot, you know, been disavowed by them. But honestly, I think I would invite voters to look at her record and her platform, and I think you'll find that she's equally as qualified as everybody else that's running for that court, although not, I disagree. not she, she, decades she of experience. She makes it pretty clear that she questions the outcomes of the 2020 election, so, uh, you know, that right there is a Well, big her and a third of the electorate, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're right. <laughs> I didn't say they were right. I'm doesn't just saying... It doesn't mean they're wrong either, does it? No, I'm just saying that she makes her... Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. This is and your dime. Let's get into that. Um, and Crompton was appointed by Governor Wolf, but his most recent position was as the lead counsel for the state Senate GOP. Um, and I just got to say, his campaign billboards is straight out of Crompton, which is just really poor taste as a white man. <laughs> you, you need to look up straight out of Crompton to understand why. Like, maybe right. he thinks it's cute, but I just thought it was, like, very tone deaf. <laughs> and lastly, on Superior Court, Tamika Lane um, also has been... Uh, judge in the Court of Common Pleas in Philadelphia. Her opponent is also recommended by the Pennsylvania Bar Association, but doesn't actually have judicial experience. So, you know, I encourage people to look at look at that. You guys want to get into the fact that a third of Americans think the election was stolen? I mean, is that really, just because they think that, you think that that means it's a legitimate point of view? Well, actually, we have another call. It's a legitimate campaign (laughs) format. I don't think it's, I don't think she's right. I don't think it was stolen, but it doesn't really matter what I think. I I'm don't just, either, but a third of the American electorate apparently does. Right, so. we know that to be true. That belief and the way it erodes a common belief that democracy works is the end of democracy. So gotcha. it's not just a belief about this policy or that policy. It goes to the heart of whether or not we have a democracy. And so I'm when, very worried. When Stacey Abrams said the Same. election was stolen from her in Georgia, she was wrong too? No. Oh, she was right. Okay, Donald Trump's wrong, but Stacey Abrams, the Democrat, was wrong. You have to look at facts. Maybe that's that's too much trouble, but you have to look at facts. We try not to be confused by that kind of stuff. Thank you so much, Jordy. I really appreciate the call. Come and visit us again. Actually, I try not to be, uh, you know, confused by partisan politics. Right. Balanced. (laughs) Sure you don't. All right. Uh, 1-800. You're going to have to pre-read that text in the upper right-hand corner before you read it. 1-800-795-9565. We have time for one more caller. Dial immediately, 1-800-795-9565. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money, the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Joe, who knows two things about sports, <laughs> has just declared his knowledge. Uh, Rick, uh, you get uh, 
two minutes and 59 seconds, and then we have one more caller. So go ahead, Rick. Oh, okay. I just want to go out there and say about the election results that he was complaining uh, that Republicans still don't believe the election. Well, Hillary Clinton still says that her election was stolen. John Kerry still says his election was stolen. His was. Stacey Abrams still says her election was stolen. Oh, but so, they, they weren't. Know, the, the, the only common thing we have going on there that these are good stolen elections right. because they were Democrats. <laughs> yes. Republicans don't get stolen elections. It's only the Democrats get them stolen from them. Yeah, only only the Democrats get stolen elections. <laughs> Republicans, that's a no. And I would like to appreciate that you have Jordy on explaining what judge for me to vote for, because now I'm perfectly clear of who not to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does his homework, if nothing else. You don't always yeah, have to agree no with him. There's no doubt about it. His homework is definitely on the Democrat side. Right, yep. All so right, I we got you, uh, the, the next caller can have it. But All I right, just, we got you, Rick. Thank you so much. Say, we're, you know, um, we're not out for stealing elections and stuff like that, but when you can vote and on November the 2nd, you have a, a vote and Trump's way ahead by the people that voted by machine, and then over the next two weeks, his his lead just dwindles away. Yeah, I wonder why I that would happen. I think that's an amazing thing. I wonder why that would happen. Here in Pennsylvania. Any Not explanation? Not the whole thing, but Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right, we got you, Rick. Hey. Thank you so much. Got you. Thank you. Take yeah, care. appreciate that. All right, Bob, you're on the mark. One more minute. Yeah, I voted by mail. My vote won't be counted today, just to let him know. Oh, I think it and, will you know, be. These people coming to the border are just peaceful people looking for a better life. Your vote will be counted. You know, it, it's going to be opened. Right? It's already been opened, possibly, and it will be counted today. No, they weren't allowed to do it until 7 o'clock this morning, or 7 o'clock this morning. Um, and, you know, 10 more years for these judges. You know, you got 20 years in. Get the hell out. Let somebody else come in. That's my opinion. And, you know, this, uh, the booster shot, I got that too. I just had a little bit of pain in my shoulder. And, uh, Joe, go to Giant. You can get it in like an hour. Okay, fair an enough. An hour. That's a, that's a long day. time but for I one shot. Want, I want Moderna because that's what I had the first time. Well, you can get that at the stores. Well, I don't know whether are they offering both. Usually somebody just has one yeah, I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn. But uh, anyway, all right, one of our listeners says, come on, Jordy, your hypocrisy is showing with Abraham's election in Georgia. But then again, she's a leftist Democrat, as are you. Next one, Joe. Says, who doesn't want government schools held accountable? And why is the left afraid of parents making the decisions about their kids' education with school choice? And then, bold-faced lie, Eric, a lie of omission, perhaps. Take a chill pill. <laughs> And then uh, the woman who didn't remember people being profane against Aud President Caller Trump. Audrey, yes. This woman has selective memory and hearing when it comes with Trump. <laughs> and uh, those are the who are wanting about the phrase let's, the phrase, let's go, Brandon, are the same ones that said F Trump for four years. Yeah, but it never caught on globally like this has. <laughs> I think uh, somebody had a sign in Scotland that said that. I thought, oh, here we go. It's let's gone go, international. This is WKOK Sunbury.